Are you filled with fear, doubt, worry about the future of our country? Do you feel the urgency to act before it's too late? If yes, then this podcast is for you. It's time for us all to confront the critical issues threatening our nation's fabric, our democracy itself, irregardless of her political stance. If you're ready to face reality, handle the tough questions and find real solutions, then here's your host, Debbie Lynn Molyneux. Welcome to the Terrified Nation podcast. I'm your host, Debbie Lynn Molyneux. Can we save it? That's what we're exploring in this podcast series. And for me, the answer is a resounding, yes, we can and we must. I'll start each show with a question that we'll explore together. And today's question is this. When you think about the future, what comes to mind? So in the first show, we talked about how many of us have lost touch with people we love. And is our future one where we have warring tribes or camps, where we can never again speak to those our friends and family members from whom we're cut off? My heart just hurts thinking that this is our future. This is the future the conflict profiteers have led us to. So let's stop letting them lead us to a broken future and begin by figuring out what we want for ourselves. In the preamble to the Declaration of Independence, Thomas Jefferson wrote the line, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, and that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, and that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And I have to wonder, like, how can we possibly live into this ideal where everyone is free to pursue their own version of happiness, because that's our heritage and our birthright. And this gets back to our question for today. When you think about the future, what comes to mind? Many of us, too many of us, will think about some version of the end times and how we might survive it. Now, there are many versions of end time stories. And for Hollywood, it's big business. The list on Wikipedia about apocalyptic movies shows their explosive growth in recent years. And first, we have many variations of the climate change and extreme weather events, like the tsunamis and the floods. Then Hollywood uses the, the, you know, talks about the culture wars where they're telling us that we're rotting from the inside out from corruption, as did Rome, and we're going to decline and disaster will follow, maybe a nuclear explosion. Then there are the holy wars where we kill each other over whose religion is more righteous in an echo of the Crusades. And then there's the story where robots or aliens take over. And of course, there's Armageddon when Christ comes again. A recent release called Leave the World Behind is getting mixed reviews. And it's a new type of psychological thriller that will echo within our minds about sabotage and propaganda and civilization collapsed on purpose by our enemies. That's as much of a spoiler as you're going to get from me. Now, our human brains take this all in and they begin fantasizing about what we would do in that situation. How could we survive? And while this is all very good for the Hollywood folks who like us to spend our money on entertainment and we need leisure time to be mentally healthy, is this kind of overemphasis on end time stories really good for us? Is it helpful? Or is it feeding our fear and anxiety about the future, given that we subconsciously create that which we think about most? What is a future we actually want? Now, I have my own form of cinema therapy, and it's a list of movies that include what I want, more compassion and kindness. It's usually delivered in some type of drama or romantic comedy where the lead actor has some type of transformation from being an asshole to being a good person. 
And this is the future that I dream about, a future where our society has normalized compassion and kindness. Now, about 20 years ago, I had an awakening that our nation was in trouble. And it was a mystical experience during meditation where I was shown a vision, because I'm not sure how else to describe it, of what a healthy nation looked and felt like. The closest thing I can use to describe it was, ironically, that feeling that you have at the end of a movie when the characters in the movie have overcome all of their challenges and everything is going to be okay. The vision part of it was that it was like this golden hour of light at sunrise, you know, where like the beginning of something better. And so when I got home from that retreat, I really dedicated my life to bringing about this vision and sharing that we actually have a bright future if we choose it. This was my moment of awakening. And I'd love to hear from you about when you first knew that our country was in trouble. And you can send me your stories through the Terrified Nation podcast website. Now, about those end times Hollywood blockbusters and a few indie films, they no longer appeal to me. I'm actually bored by the story like, hey, the world's going to end and we need a hero to save us because we are the ones we've been waiting for. And when we wake up, we begin the journey to save ourselves. And it starts with knowing and analyze the stories that live in our minds. One of my favorite movies is one is a variation of A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. And the storyline, if you're not familiar, is that Scrooge is visited by three ghosts who take him to see his past, his present, and then he gets a glimpse of his probable future. Through this experience, he transforms and saying, I'll no longer be the man I was. And he proclaims, humanity is my business when he makes a contribution to the charity for the poor at Christmas, which he had previously declined. And, you know, while the movie is set in the Victorian age with many problematic assumptions, what I love most about this tale is how his future went from being one of loneliness and isolation to a future where he was beloved by his family and friends. Before Scrooge transformed, he had to take a good look at himself and the stories he told himself about success in business and life. And then he could make an informed choice. In the next show, we'll explore how to think about thinking and how to reject the end time stories that don't help us. Join me next time. So that's it for today's episode of Terrified Nation. Head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen and subscribe to the show. One lucky listener every single week who posts a review on iTunes will win a chance in the grand prize drawing to win a $15,000 private VIP day with Debbie Lynn Molyneux herself. Be sure to head on over to TerrifiedNationPodcast.com and pick up a free copy of Debbie Lynn's gift and join us on the next episode.